Welcome to Enduring Words with David Guzik, a daily devotional podcast brought to you by Enduring Word. Today, in our brief daily times in God's Word together, we're going to begin a short series through the Beatitudes that Jesus gave that begin the Sermon on the Mount. Let me begin reading to you from Matthew chapter 5, starting at verse 1, where it says, And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain, and when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit. You know, today I just want to focus on those first few words of Matthew chapter 5, verse 3, that say, Blessed are the... You see, this first portion of the Sermon on the Mount is known as the Beatitudes, which means the blessings, but can also be understood as giving the believer his or her be-attitudes. In other words, the attitudes that we should be. In the Beatitudes, Jesus sets forth both the nature and the aspirations of the citizens of his kingdom. The citizens of Jesus' kingdom are to have these attributes, and they are to be learning these descriptions of character. Now, all of these character traits that follow in Matthew chapter 5 are marks and goals of all Christians. It's not as if we can major in one of them to the exclusion of others, as is the case perhaps with spiritual gifts. There's no escape from our responsibility to desire every one of the spiritual attributes that are described in the Beatitudes. If you meet someone who claims to be a Christian, but displays and desires none of these traits, you may rightly wonder about their salvation, because they don't have the character of kingdom citizens. (laughs) But if you meet someone who claims to have mastered these attributes, you can question their honesty. Now, Jesus began these famous words by simply saying, Blessed are. He promised blessing to his disciples, promising first that the poor in spirit are blessed. The idea behind the ancient Greek word for blessed is happy, but happy in the truest, most godly sense of the word, not in our modern sense of merely being comfortable or entertained at the moment. This same word for blessed, which in some sense means happy, is applied to God in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 11, where it says, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God. William Barclay said that this word describes, quote, that joy which has its secret within itself, that joy which is serene and untouchable and self-contained, that joy which is completely independent of all the chances and changes of life. Wouldn't anyone want to have that kind of happiness? Jesus spoke of something here that goes beyond an adrenaline jolt or being entertained out of our boredom. The Beatitudes describe a life that is truly blessed, a happiness that can't be changed by economic news or personal tragedy. It is a sense of life fulfillment that comes from right relationship with God and others. It doesn't come from power or it doesn't come from things. Now, Jesus knew a lot about this kind of blessedness. 
In Matthew chapter 25, verse 34, Jesus said that on the day of judgment, he would say to his people, come you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. You see, on that final day, he will judge between the blessed and the cursed. Therefore, Jesus both knows and explains what are the requirements for being the blessed one. We can also say that no one was ever blessed more than Jesus was. He really knows what goes into a blessed life. Now, notice also, just in these first few words of Matthew chapter 5, verse 3, that Jesus said, blessed are and not blessed will be. Jesus described a deep happiness that can be enjoyed now as well as later. We can be sure that it is for later, but it is also for now. Have you ever noticed the last words of the Old Testament? <laughs> the last idea of the Old Testament is that of a curse. It's right there in Malachi chapter 4, verse 6. Lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. It's wonderful to also notice that the first word of this opening sermon of the ministry of Jesus is blessed. Sin has cursed the earth. It has cursed the people and the ecology. It's cursed the politics and the economy. It's even cursed the thoughts and the dreams. All of these things upon the earth are touched by the curse. Yet if we will listen, Jesus shows us a better way, a blessed way. He shows us how to live as citizens of his kingdom instead of citizens of this cursed earth. It's time for us to listen and to be blessed and to do that today. Thanks for listening to Enduring Words with David Guzik. For more information about David's ministry, visit EnduringWord.com.